Welcome to the Film Sessions podcast. Today we are excited to feature Nathan and Ben McQuaid. Nathan and Ben, can you tell us a bit about yourselves? Well, we're twin brother filmmakers that are from Scotland and currently work good to Stirling University. And we make films through RTB, which is Stirling University's Filmmaking Society. Yeah. That's super cool. How did you guys get started in filmmaking? Um, well, we started mainly making like Lego animations, like stop motion, and then we just kind of started making live action films. And then through RTV, we've been making a, a lot of films because it's a great space where like you just get encouraged to make whatever. So we've just been making yeah. films there for the past two years. Um, and then how have you, I mean, obviously you're in university and working with this film society, but how have you decided to continue your journey in filmmaking? Well, hopefully it's for making film wherever we can and just like piecing whatever we can together to get some money to make films whenever we can and keep writing scripts and helping other people with their films. Like there's a lot of talented filmmakers in Scotland and there's a lot of untapped potential here and I think there's a potential to be a great filmmaking community and culture here in Scotland and we just aim to continue making whatever we can here and a lot of genre stuff as well because there's untapped potential there I think in the UK especially. No 100% and I think it's great that you're part of a filmmaking society and just starting to build that community uh, now. Can you tell us a bit about the film that got into the film festival this year? What's it about? Well, it's called The Ballad of the Indispensable Walnut Man, and it's a stop-motion film that's set in a circus in 18th century Scotland. And it's about this little man called the Walnut Man who has a circus act that he's not too happy with. And yeah, he's not happy with his act. And all of that uh, tragedy kind of unfolds and it's about the the aftermath and consequences of that. Yeah. How did you come up with this idea? We wanted to write something in a circus and it kind of, it started off as like a kind of skit, like what if someone comes on, performs an act and no one likes it? And it was going to kind of just be like a little joke film and then kind of thought, well, what happens to the guy when he leaves and like, how does he react to no one really liking his act and, does yeah. he even like the act? And like originally we wrote the script and um, it was like sitting in a circus and we realised we can't really do this in live action at the moment but we really like the script. And since we'd already kind of, we'd done animation in the past, we hadn't done like claymation but we just said we'd take a go at it and like make models and stuff and it was really a, like a case of trial and error of trying to animate the whole thing it was all new to us like building sets and the puppets and trying to figure out the best way to make puppets move and stuff was taking pictures so it was all like trial and error yeah really. i mean yeah trial and error is how most filmmaking goes mm -hmm. um what do you want the audience to take away from it what message do you want them to gain um Hopefully it's for like student filmmaking that you shouldn't box yourself in. Like if you have an idea that you really want to do, you should kind of push yourself to find out the best way to do it instead of just like thinking it's too big to do at the moment or it's like 
too ambitious. Like, hopefully you can watch it and appreciate the genre aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And just hopefully realize that you can make anything as long as you put your mind to it, I guess. How are you two as collaborators? So it sounds like that you're pretty, Do you? how do you split up the work? How does that go? You don't usually hear of two people like really spearheading the project together. That's very tough. So I'm curious to hear about your collaborative process. Um, well, when it came to script writing, like one of us would write for a bit and then the other would look over and write and change things and then like, continue writing it. And then for like the design aspect, it was kind of the same. One of us would draw something, the other would look over it and make changes if they wanted to. Like the good thing about working as drawers is that like, if something's not right, I can say to him, I don't like this and he won't get offended. Well, he might get offended, but like not too badly. Like we can work closely and be honest with each other. Cause like sometimes you can't, and like, we don't have to be polite to each other. We can just say if something's not working and just be like, I don't want to do it this way. And like, luckily we've never really argued. We didn't argue too much about this one because we were on the same page for most of it. And like, we were both really like the idea and have one like the same page of everything. Mm-hmm. No, that's impressive to be on the same page like that. And then what was the most difficult pro- part you would say of the production process? Um, Probably just the general animating because a lot of problems come up that you don't even think about. Like you'd think getting someone to stand still would be easier, but like, it would just fall down after you'd gotten a few frames. Like in particular, the the legs of the puppets was a real problem because we tried a, like clay legs, we tried wooden legs, we tried gluing the legs down in the sets, and like even just trying to animate someone walking was really really difficult. And there aren't actually many shots in the film of like where you see a character from feet to head, like. Because it was really difficult just trying to, like most of the time we just stuck the body on like a blob of clay and framed the camera so you couldn't see it. So like, legs was a really big issue. Yeah. And just the colour, because it was the, the first time we had to, we ever designed anything, like just making the props and stuff was quite difficult. But time consuming. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad we did it. What do you think is the biggest thing you learned from making this film? Um, well, one thing definitely was the voice acting, like we'd written everything in the script and we got the voices before the, we animated it and really the performances really breathed life into the characters more than we could have written in the script. So just like realizing how much actors and people giving those voices can give to the film, like. It's not just uh, been given, like, they weren't doing it for the sake of it. They really breathed a lot of life into it and realizing how important that collaboration is. Because, like, the voice acting in the film really is, like, does, like, 50% of the work, Hmm. which we didn't really realize before we started how important that would have been. But it was great because everyone who did a voice in the film did a great job and really enhance the whole script and the whole like atmosphere and everything yeah what kinds of films do you hope to make in the future 
Um, just more like genre-based films and like we're hoping, we're hoping to do some more horror films over the next few months. But we really want to maintain like a Scottish identity to all of the films. Like we really want to make films set in Scotland and just have that kind of tone to it because we think that's important. And even if we're doing like genres, because like Scottish films don't always have to be like set in the Highlands or about Ned or whatever. They can be about anything. And we just want to mm -hmm. combine like genre, like animation and like, well, not animation, but like horror and whatever with that Scottish identity because we think that's important. Mm -hmm. We're still not being boxed in by kilts or anything. Yeah, and not being boxed in by like what. Like the type of film some people think you have to make at a low budget, like a drama or whatever, just like making whatever we feel like and and trying to like break down boundaries of student filmmaking. No, that's I have that'll be making something different within the student filmmaking world can be tough. So yeah, good luck. Uh, what are your guys' favorite movies? Um. Probably the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Um, I'd have to say both for size films are really great, like comfort and joy, local hero. Then also like he said a lot of the rings, but like early Peter Jackson horror as well, like yeah. Dream Dead, Baptiste. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like those films have had any influence on your filmmaking? I know you're doing stop motion, but Yeah. Because I think we watched Bad Taste like, early 2020 or late 2019 and it was like one of the first times we saw a film and it was like so this is how you actually get started that you can go outside and make something about anything like you don't have to wait or climb up a ladder like seeing how peter jackson did it through just deciding he wanted to make films really inspired us to just give it a shot mm -hmm. and really be like ambitious with our goals for it i guess based on that do you have any resources that you would recommend to student filmmakers? Um, we're really hopefully to try and find a film community that's local to you that you can get equipment from and collaborate with people. Like, if you find a good society like Warren with RTV and everyone helps everyone, you can use the equipment and you get inspired by other people's films. So, like, that's probably the best resource you can get. Yeah. But like for us, is like trying to make horror films as well. It's like trying to like I don't know. Think of like low budget ways to try and bring ideas to life. Like we do a lot of incorporate a lot of stop motion with live action sometimes. And even though like for horror, it can look a bit choppy. Like we still like that kind of looking at it as a cheap way of doing it without having to like do visual effects or anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's a smart and clever workaround, and it it is at the same time it is a special effect. Mm -hmm. um, do you have any uh, advice? I know advice and resources seem kind of similar, but what's one thing that you would tell somebody who told you they wanted to make a film? What would be your first piece of advice to them? Um, probably just like get started straight away, even if it's just writing, and then like he said, try and find like a community of filmmakers because. It is like an invaluable resource. Like it is very important to find a group. And once you find 
people that want to be filmmakers, people that are happy to act. Like, it's very important and you can just make anything through that. And kind of just stop waiting for someone to give you permission and tell you that you're allowed to make a film and just kind of decide to be a filmmaker and do it yourself. Yeah, like, just have to decide to do it. And then once you do that, and like even if you start and you're just making like a one-man film by yourself or whatever, like it is still practice and just keep practicing, even if it's just writing or re-editing stuff, because all practice is good practice. What are your most exciting, the most exciting things that have happened in your film career or film journey so far? Well, there was one day where we were, it was kind of the, the most kind of, the biggest rush we got from filmmaking was we were doing a horror film called Dead Nuts, which had this huge, this huge third, uh, third act outside in the woods and it was the blood and guts everywhere. And we filmed pretty much all of it in one afternoon with a great group of people. Like that was probably the most exciting we've had, exciting time we've had out, out filming something because like just going out with a great group of people and being able to film something so efficiently was great. Also, I'd say when I filmed the Warner Man One awards at the RTV Film Festival because. There had been problems, like technical problems that meant our film couldn't get shown, but it still won some awards. And that was the first like, proper thing I had won, not just filmmaking-wise, like, ever really. So that was a special moment to, and we won best film and that. So yeah, that will always be a highlight, definitely. I mean, yeah, that's an amazing, an amazing win and an amazing award to get. And then getting nominated here as well. You guys are clearly on your way to accomplish great things. Thanks. Well, thank you, Nathan and Ben McQuaid, for being on the Film Sessions podcast today. It was wonderful having you and talking with you. Oh, thanks for having us. Mm-hmm.